Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins. And this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Time now for the Strawberry Letter for today. And if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air like we're going to read this one. You hear it right here, right now. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the Strawberry Letter. Thank you, nephew. Subject, if he wants it, hmm, he has to pay. Dear Stephen Shirley, I'm a 37-year-old single mom, and I've been divorced since my child was three years old. My ex-husband did not contribute financially to me and our daughter in the years past because he had some health issues with which kept him from working for a long period of time, and he ended up moving in with his dad. Our daughter is 13 now, and my ex-husband has a great job again, and his health is much better. He has a new home, and he's still a single man. He recently poured out his heart to me and said he's single because he still loves me and wants his family back. I don't believe him because he's had many years to prove it, even when he was ill and his finances weren't all the way together. 
together. I would have been there for him and helped him out, even though he cheated on me in the past. That's what led to our divorce. He had a long-term relationship with another woman, and she came to my house with the jewelry he bought her, uh, bought for her, and she was driving the car he bought for her. I was very hurt, and we went to counseling, but the only reason I did that was for my daughter's sake. Over the years after our divorce, I forgave him, and I stopped hating him. He and our daughter are best friends now, and she's been bugging me to give her dad a second chance. A second chance. I don't trust him, and it is his fault. He knows if he wants me to consider seeing him again, he has to really bring it this time. I don't want to ever uh, have to wonder where he is or who he's with. I want control of all of the money. I want all of his passcodes, and he can't be on social media or have female friends. He said that it's too much to ask for, but... I don't think so. If he wants me, he has to pay. Am I going overboard? Please help. Nah, I don't think you're going overboard. I mean, if that's what you need right now to feel secure, and you may change later, that's what you need. And I, I just say, don't waste your time anymore with this guy. I mean, you gave him, you you gave him your terms, and he said it's too much. It's probably about controlling all the money. That's probably where he had a problem. But he didn't like your terms, so there's your answer. I, I don't think he's ready right now. I think a person who wants his family back and who still loves you would want to do whatever it takes to make it up to you. I mean, did he forget that he cheated on you and that's what led to the divorce? At that time, the trust was broken and that needs to be rebuilt. Uh, you know, it's change of behavior. It's actions, not words that you need right now because you don't believe him and he's given you no reason to. At least you didn't mention it in the letter. Um, uh, he, he's given you no reason to believe him. I, of course, your daughter wants you guys to be back together. I mean, most kids hate divorce. It's very hard on them. But you have to explain it to her since she's bugging you to give him a second chance that his actions prove that so far he doesn't deserve a second chance because he can't commit to giving you what you've asked for. Uh, you've forgiven him. You no longer hate him. And I'm assuming uh, you're on friendly terms with him. So uh, just leave it at that for right now. If, if he really, really wants you, then he'll do what it takes, what you want. Steve? Wow. If he wants it, he has to pay. Uh, the problem with this letter, though, is the payment is all her terms. And I think what she should have did was, if I were her, I would have gone about this a little bit slicker if you're going to consider. But let me help you. I think you should consider this, and I want to show you why. Uh, you're single, divorced, three-year-old. Your husband didn't contribute to the relationship before because he was had health issues, kept him from working. He ended up moving in with his dad. Your daughter's 13, so that's three years. Th that's 10 years. Your, your ex-husband has gotten on his feet. Great job. Health is a lot better. He has a new home and is still a single man. This is the first line I want to bring to your attention. He's back on his feet. He's financially strong. He has a new home, and he's still single. Could it be true, or let me help you understand that it's true, hard to have chicks on the side and buy a new house at the same time? Uh. Hard to have chicks on the side and buy a new house at the same time. I just want to share that with you. Is it impossible? Not saying it's impossible, <laughs> but 
I'm just telling you. Mm-hmm. Then he poured out his heart to you. He told you he's single because he still loves me and he wants his family back. That could be true. Now, you know, you don't believe him because he's had a lot of years to prove it. Well, what broke y'all up before was two things. He cheated, you say, and a lot of it was finance. He couldn't contribute, couldn't take care of his family, nothing. And that's very important to a man. So maybe he wanted to wait until he could get back on his feet, get his thing together so he could come to you with something. This is all a possibility. Now, you're saying you would have been there for him and helped him out, even though he cheated me on the past. But you didn't, see. And you didn't probably because he cheated on you. And that's Mm -hmm. perfectly understandable. But you said you would have been there for him and helped him out. Why would you do that to somebody that cheated on you? And the man know he was wrong, so he didn't got himself together. Now, that's what led to your divorce. He had a long-term relationship with a woman. She came to my house with the jewelry he bought her and the car he bought her. Mm-hmm. Well, that ain't happening no more. That's over with. You were hurt, and y'all went to counseling. When I come back, I'm going to tell you what I think your move should be. All right, Steve, hang on to your response. We'll have part two coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. If he wants me, he has to pay as a subject. We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve. Let's recap today's Strawberry Letter subject. If he wants it, he has to pay. 37-year-old single mother with a child, three years old by her former husband. The daughter is now 13 years old. They broke up because of health issues because it kept him from working for a long period of time and he had to move in with his dad. Now, he's back on his feet, got a new house, and uh, he's still single. And he poured his heart out to her, told his woman he's single because he still loves me and he wants his family back. This could be true. You say you don't believe him because he had a lot of years to prove it. But he was getting back on his feet. And if y'all broke up before because he had to move in with his dad because he cheated on you and he didn't have himself together because he couldn't work right, maybe he wanted to get himself together. Well, he did. Now, he had a a long-term relationship with this woman that came to your house. I don't know when she came to your house. Really? I don't know when this was. (laughs) This this was just uh, a piece of information that came out of nowhere. Uh You didn't say when y'all was married, after Mm -hmm. the marriage. I don't know when she came to the house and you saw all this jewelry in this car. And you were hurt. Y'all went to counseling, so it must mean I guess y'all were still married. But the only reason I did that was for your daughter. Because over the years after the divorce, you've forgiven him, stopped hating him, and he and your daughter are best friends. Now, she's been bugging me to give her dad a second chance. Now, you say, I don't trust him, and it's his fault. Okay? That's true. And you're justified in feeling exactly that way. Got it. He knows if he wants me to consider seeing him again, he has to really bring it this time. So now, you don't ever want to have to wonder where he is or who he's with. That's okay. Cool. Now, here's where the demands may have Stop this from happening. Mm-hmm. I want control of all the money. I want all of his passcodes, and he can't be on social media or have female friends. He said that's too much to ask for. <laughs> you need to find out what's, which one is too much. Because if he got yeah. to have female friends, if that's the part that's too much, leave his ass right where he is. Yeah. 
If he don't want to give you his passcodes and all that, leave his ass right where he is. But if it's about this money, like Shirley said, which I think it is, could it be because he done got on his feet, he's proud of his accomplishments, he's willing to share, but he ain't finna give you control of it. And a lot of people, they don't, don't, uh, are not going to relinquish control of it. So now, he say that's too much to ask, but I don't think so. If he wants this, he has to pay. Am I going overboard? Please help. I think you need to demand everything except control of all the money, and I think you all should have joint control of the money. Nobody should feel like they can't make a move in a marriage without asking a, another person. You are both adults. These women on the show would not go home and not be able to shop or buy something when they want to. They got to ask their husband, can I have this? Can I have anybody can do that? It's just a limit somewhere. Everybody man, limit. come on. And now ain't no man finna marry no woman. Give her all the money and go, can I buy this? Can I have this? Can I go play golf? Can I, buy, can I get some money? No one. Get on my nerves. So now. Do I think you're going overboard? If you're demanding all this, yes. Now, if he don't want to give you his passcodes and he don't, and he want to have female friends, then you got to leave him alone. Mm-hmm. But if it's about that money, y'all got to work out something where y'all both can have control and say so over the money, and y'all each still have an individual life with your own money. You got to have that in a relationship to move around. Because that get old real quick, having to ask somebody for everything. Ooh, Lord. Shirley, Carla, how would you feel if y'all had to go and ask your husband for everything? Oh, I'd be oh, single, no. see. I'm just going to yeah, say that. Nah, that's not going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just gonna <laughs> going to say it. I'm surprised I've been married that. this long. <laughs> <laughs> what you say? You pat yourself on the back right now. Right. That's my damn self. Okay. Shirley, say, oh, first no. time you ask Shirley divorce papers. <laughs> no, uh-uh. Okay. Because no. I'm going to tell you, I mean... Marjorie controls a lot. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, she has access to everything, and she knows where everything is. Mm-hmm. But control all of it? Hold up now. Right. Well, I, I think you know, they need to... we got to have some di- conversations. Yeah, they need to discuss it. Because he just... Yeah. He just cut her off and said, that's too much. Well, let's talk about it, you know? And she has... Yeah, her, dude. You know, they, they need to talk about it. They do. You know, man, if you really want your family back... Mm-hmm. Show her. Then you want your family back. But yeah. you, this time you need to act like she's your family. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you, money was a big part of why they broke up before because it's the first thing I she said. Was. He yeah. was unable to support us and he had to move in with his dad. Well, he had health issues, yeah. So you yeah. wasn't going to take care of his ass and you wasn't. <laughs> what? He was cheating. <laughs> Let her take care of you. What happened guys? to sickness and in health? You got to move on. You got to move in with your dad. You can't crawl up steps. No, you got to move in with your dad. (laughs) Go on over there. He ain't got no steps. I'm not going to be helping you up these steps every night so you can go to bed. What you mean bring the toilet in here? (laughs) If he cheated. We ain't finna do all this now. Go on in there. Your dad is strong enough to help you up them steps. I I can't do it. I got to take care of this baby. Man. <laughs> All right, listen, thank you, Steve. Post your comments on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM on Instagram and Facebook. Check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand, please. And coming up, 46 minutes after the hour, Junior and Sports Talk right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins. And this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the LA Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeart Radio app. Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcasts.